Hey guys, Brody Swisher here. Welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast, brought to you by On X. I'm back in the office, knocking out some chores. I got my boy Rimbo with me today, and we are going to do what's going to be a fairly quick podcast, kind of recapping and catching up, looking ahead, lining out some things, what's to come in the days ahead. Remy, how you doing today? Good. I promise you, buddy, we'll be quick. We're going to make this one, uh, like I said, somewhat of an update and somewhat of a look ahead. And uh, talk about a few things coming up. And, man, it's an exciting time. Deer season's finally over. We're looking ahead to spring, trapping, all the good stuff ahead. So, let's get it on. We are finally rocking and rolling. It's, what is it, January 17th, 18th, somewhere mid-January already. It's hard to believe that we're here. Deer season's finally over. Remy, can you believe it? Yes, sir. It's kind of bittersweet. We talked about it a little bit last week. Deer season is finally done. Last week, we were were wrapping it up, but this week, it's officially over. It's done. The last of the youth hunt was the other day. You and I went out for one last hoorah Sunday evening, and uh, they didn't have your your children's program at the church, so we thought, man, perfect time. Let's slip out, make one last sit for the 22-23 deer season, and it was kind of anticlimactic. The big bunch of deer we were set up for, expecting them to come out. What did they do? You spooked them off. No, they came out somewhere else, and we tried to make a move. And you saying I spooked them off? Yes. Okay. Well, either way, the big bunch. We've been watching a big bunch of deer coming out to this one little pocket. We've shot a few, and I guess the last time when we shot one out of that bunch, they wised up and they said, "Hey, we're going to slip out elsewhere," and that's what they did. Came out across the field. We tried to make a little move on them, but that just didn't happen, did it? No, sir. It's over. Deer season's over. Are you Are you glad? Are you sad? What's your feelings? I'm kind of sad it's over. I like killing deer, but I I do need a now. I do have now. At least we have something else to get rid of. Because it's hard trying to pick something when there's three seasons open, like duck deer and squirrel so now we just have duck and squirrel got rid of deer season we can focus on squirrels ducks and what's coming up in the springtime dude that we love so much turkey hunting absolutely they've bumped it down to two though i know it's crazy man knocked it down to two i say it's crazy it's a good move it really is a good move i mean i know for some people in parts of the state they think man it's crazy we used to have four birds and now we got three and now two and but here where we are in west tennessee I'm more than I'm more than fine with two birds apiece. Hey, go shoot you two birds, and if you feel like you need to stay after it, go go guide for somebody else or help somebody else kill a bird. But uh, our numbers just aren't what they have been, and so I think it's a good move. Two birds. Uh, they got a new Jake rule. I think only your first. I can't remember how it goes. Don't don't quote me on it. But it seems like uh, there's some Jake rule in place. I can't remember if it's only. One Jake a year. I can't remember what it is. They've, they've got a Jake stipulation. I can't remember how they worded it or what the deal is with it. But And then they said no more fanning, no more crawling behind a fanning, strutting bird on uh, public land, wildlife management areas, so you can't do that. Because you, some guy got shot by that, right? Oh, dude, every year somebody's getting getting hammered, you know, peppered, sprayed, killed, whatever. It's happening all the time somewhere in the country. You can, you can bet somebody's getting shot crawling we, behind those decoys. So we did uh, see something like on Facebook or whatever that this guy was just walking up with the fan in front of his face and then he got shot, right? Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. But anyway, we kind of jumped into turkey already. That shows you our eagerness to look ahead to spring. But backing up on deer, man, how many deer did you kill this year? Three. Rimbo? 
Three you days. killed like ten. I don't know what I killed up. Ended up with it was we killed a we killed a good pile of them and uh, we had way like our freezers. They're like uh, the size of a square and they're kind of big, but not really. We got two of them. Yeah. And they fill up easily. Yeah. Well, these are the two small ones. Like you, these are your classic little Lowe's. I think we got them at Lowe's. One at Lowe's, one at Walmart. Pretty much the same deal. They're the little cheapies, the little square ones. And he said they're kind of big, but they're not really. They're they're the smallest ones you can get. They're the little small square ones that are just a couple hundred bucks. Our big freezer went out last. I guess it was last year. Didn't it go out last year? A little mishap we had or something. Was that yes, your fault? Sir. Was that your fault? Uh, I feel like it's Easton's BC too. Put too much meat in there. He put too much meat in there, but it's somebody else is to blame for it because he might have put too much meat in there. But what did you do? Something like the door or something? You jacked the door up, or I did not jack the door up. What was the deal? It, it Tell wouldn't us about close it. because there was too much meat in there. I was putting meat in there, or I was getting squincher pops out, and it wouldn't close. Like the door, it was okay. just jammed in. Okay, so like what did it you? Wouldn't Close. Yeah, so what did you do to remedy that situation? You you did what? It wasn't closed, so what did you do to fix it? I just put a log on the door. You just leaned a log against <laughs> you, you leaned a log against the door and did that work? No. Not really. It did for a moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like you propped a log up against it to hold it closed <laughs> and then you ran away, right? Walked away fast and took off. It's like it's closed, I'm but, out here. But the crazy thing was it was like uh, three days later when Easton found out. Yeah, three days later, and it was warm weather. It was like that, about like it is now. It was that warm spell, 70-degree days. And we go out there, and dude, it's like blood. It looks like a like a crime scene, blood coming out of the bottom of that freezer. Mom and, did the same thing. Yeah, Mom's done it before. She put so. a... She couldn't get it closed, and she put a pizza box on pizza box on it, and yeah. blood was just error. Like yeah, you got scene. your you got that honest. It was an honest mistake, and you got it honestly from your mom. So, mm-hmm. anyway, so we lost that freezer. It went out. That was the start of it. Remy Remy did that little deal, lost stuff in there, and then in the midst of all that, I don't know the, the freezer crapped out as well, and so. We've got these two little ones, and we just bought these. We've been trying to find a big one again, just a big upright or chest freezer. So if anybody knows of somebody that's got a good old-school freezer, I'm not looking for the new stuff, man. I've bought these new ones, and they never last. I'm talking one we had was an old Sears, like Sears Roebuck uh, freezer. I mean, it's older than me. I mean, I bought it in Montana when we lived out there, and it was way old then. And we had it for 10 to 15 years, and it finally crapped out on us, but – that thing had been 50 years old. It was one of them old school ones. Those are the best, man. They don't make them like they used to. And so all these new ones, I've spent big money on some of these newer ones, and they last a year or two, and then they die. And so. Well, the old ones, for some reason, like they're old. Like you don't expect them to last only just a few months, yeah. but the older seem to be the better, though, for right. some reason. Well, they just made stuff better back in the day. Now they're making everything cheap. They want to make it as cheap as like, possible. Neighbors so, were saying, yeah, they used to make cars. Metal back in the days, but now they just make them plastic. Plastic, that's right. So, anyway, seriously, if you guys know if somebody's got a freezer, wants to part ways with one of them old good ones, one of them old goodies, let me know, man. We need a new freezer. And, uh, again, nothing, nothing doesn't have to look good. The one we had was rusted and just old school, nasty. But dude, it sure did work. And so, we've got to get more freezer space lined up. But yeah, we've got these two little ones, as Remy said, are, are just jam full. We've had a great year. We've uh, killed our fair share of deer, and uh, all the all you kids killed them. Avery killed them. Easton killed one. 
Mom, I, I didn't someday kill a handful. I doubt mom will ever kill one, but um, I'll make her for my birthday. Oh, you think that'll be the trick? Well, we'll see about that. But um, ended up good, man. Had some good bow hunts. I think I killed four or five with a bow, and then the rest with a gun. And it was just a good time, good season. We were able to provide a number of families with meat, and I still got some families that are waiting to to get meat and we'll get the grind on. And so it's just been good. Another great deer season. We've had a lot of fun with it, and. Oh, man, again, for me, it's just all about making memories. I was talking with a buddy the other day about just, you know, the pursuit that some of these guys are after, and they're just blowing and going, trying to kill a big buck, and so focused on killing a buck and punching all their buck tags and traveling out of the country or out of the state and whatever and to hunt all these, you know, deer in different parts of the country, and that's all good, man. Nothing against those folks, but I think so many people get focused on trying to punch that buck tag, trying to kill a big buck, and, and they get to where it's just miserable. They're not having fun anymore. They're so focused on just that. They're so focused on trying to impress everybody. They're so focused on trying to kill a buck big enough to impress people on social media. They're just living for getting that photo. They just need a big buck photo, and they'll do it at all costs, man, sacrificing their family, their spouse, girlfriend, husband, wives, whatever, kids, and at all costs are out to pursue and, and to kill this buck so they can have a photo to impress their friends and their family or their sponsors or whatever it is and, and dude it's sad it's sad to see some of these people crash and burn over just trying to make it and trying to be somebody they want to be the next rock star in the hunting industry and um gosh dang they, it, it's just sad watching that crash and burn every every year so i honestly i don't just say it but i mean i, I enjoy just hunting right here at home I, i've got opportunities to go and travel and to, to be some other places and hunt some other states and stuff. And, and I will do some of those from time to time. Uh, but, man, I sure do like the ones that are the closer to home than any of them. And I like hunting right here in Tennessee um, as much as any of it. And so uh, the dream hunt for me is not to travel off by myself and go do some crazy hunt with friends. It's 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 hunt with my boys and my daughter right here at home uh, or doing some travel hunts. We're going to start working on some travel hunts to go and do uh, some out-of-state hunts. But, I'd want to kill a turkey in Florida. That's what I was going to ask you. What would you do, Remy, if you could go anywhere and hunt anything? What would you do? I would either uh, kill a turkey in Florida. All right. Where would you want to go deer hunt? If you could go deer hunt anywhere, where would it be? Mississippi. Mississippi. Why in the world would you go to Mississippi? I don't know. That's what I just thought of. Just because you you got some good friends down in Mississippi. Yes. Go hang out with them Polk boys down there. and they, they, They do their fair share. They got some deer. Might have to work that out with them. Mm-hmm. Good old dudes down there. And ship so, me down there. Ship you down there. I'll send you on down there. I'll go with you. Whatever. So You want to go too? <laughs> I like, yeah, I go too. I, I'm not, I don't discriminate too many places, man. I mean, Mississippi's got some good bucks down there in that Delta country. They've got their fair share. I saw a buck uh, at that game dinner we did the other day in Mississippi. Spoke at a game dinner the other night, and this dude came up and showed me a buck that was killed down in the Delta, and it was. 190-something-inch buck, just a monster buck. And he was in some big buck contest, and guess what he won for his big buck in the contest? What? Not just money. He won a dang four-wheeler, like a brand-new four-wheeler. I think it was like a, I don't know what they said. Oh, my gosh. $15,000 quad, and I don't know if it was a side-by-side or whatever it was. It was crazy. Um, And so – he won a brand new rig for his monster buck, which is understandable, man. It's 190 inch. That's a buck of a lifetime. And so Mississippi's got them. I know my Mississippi Wait. buddies are probably not digging me saying that, but there's there's some good bucks. Mississippi's got tons of deer, and they've got some good ones in certain spots. And they're just few and far between, hard to come by. But uh, Mississippi ain't a bad state to be. What were you gonna say? 
Hmm? What were you going to say? The ha- did, was the contest for kids or like adults? No, it was for anybody, I think. This guy was an adult that had it, so uh, it was cool. It was good. And that event, let me just say, that was a cool thing. It was down in Independence, at the Independence Fire Hall in Mississippi, and it was a good group of guys, man. It was their first event to put on one at this church. I think it was called New Hope, New Hope Baptist Church maybe or something like that. And Gordon Montgomery was putting it on, pastor down there. I met him at another event I had done at another church in Mississippi before he moved to this location. And uh, it was just a, their first rodeo for doing at this church. and uh, Or it wasn't at a church, it was at the local fire hall. But just a great event, man. They had 140, I don't know, 140 people maybe, 150. And great food, fried fish. They had fried catfish, sweet tea. And, and Easton and I worked over the banana pudding like a couple of bosses. It was good stuff. I should have so went. You should have gone. Why didn't you go? Uh, because mom was going to be alone by herself. You so. stayed home to hang out with your mama. That's such a nice boy. But, yeah, you missed out big time. We had a lot of fun with that one. And, again, just got to hang out with those folks for their first event. And the cool thing about it is, man, we ate really good. I got to talk about hunting stuff. But, you know, the coolest thing about it was the fact that at the end of the night when we got to share the good news of Jesus with people, they had five people that gave their life to Christ. And so that was awesome to see people get saved at that event. Um, and that's what it's all about. We love talking hunting telling stories, laughing, cutting up. But, man, at the end of the day, we want to help people link the creation to the creator. You know, a lot of people think, oh, this is just so cool hunting all these animals and stuff. But, man, they didn't just happen. didn't just happen. didn't just uh, – some people take the big bang, you know, but it, it wasn't just some big bang unless it was just God saying, let there be this, and then bang, it was there. That's the only big bang it was. And he's the creator. He created all of it. And uh, for his enjoyment, his glory, and for us to enjoy as well. And so uh, just trying to help people – see that realize that and to meet him through these events and so that was cool with that like i said good eats people getting their lives right with the lord and just making new friends that's what i love about those is making new friends and i mean we'll have to have these opportunities and go back and, and hunt with those guys so now when you say i want to go hunt in mississippi now we got some new friends there mm-hmm. in that part of the state when you go down and get in on some of their deer killing turkey killing or whatever so it'd be good i love those events man i'll be honest with you if you ever thinking about putting one on at your church, or maybe you do a, an event like this at your church, wild game dinner, sportsman's banquet. Uh, we can come put on an event, a one-day event. We do a lot of those, a one-day sportsman's day event where we come in and, and put on a clinic, put on a camp, a one-day deal where kids come in there. And instead of like your 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 VBS maybe or your your uh, arts and crafts thing or something like that, maybe a lot of people do VBS where they do the they do arts and crafts all day and, and the kids rotate from different stations. I remember that when we would go to Spring Hill. Yep. I remember when we uh, would go uh, into the room where they would play a song. Like The theme was like Af- uh, Africa or something. Safari. And safari, yeah. yeah. And we would do songs first. Then yep. we would do like arts and crafts. Yeah, and, and those are great. Those are great. There's nothing wrong with the church VBS or, or program like that. But what I was getting at is this is in that kind of setting where – you come in for the day, and but instead of rotating like you're talking about, you go and sing a song or you do an arts and crafts, man. This one here is outdoor stuff. It's hunting stuff. You rotate to archery range. You rotate around to a turkey calling clinic. You rotate around to BB gun shootout. You know, all those different things. And so we ain't singing songs and singing kumbaya, but we're going around learning how to kill critters. And so that's a program that we do and provide to churches. You know, one-day deal. Come in on a Saturday and have a big time. So, man, again, if your church is – looking to use hunting in the outdoors as an outreach. And I'm going to be honest with you, there's not a better outreach out there. Um, 
I know I'm biased, but I just know, <clears throat> excuse me, what works in, in reaching men. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can have that Easter egg hunt and, and those kind of things all you want to, the, the Christmas pageant and different things. Um, you know, you can have those things, and you're going to get your women and kids. But, man, if you want to reach the man, the men, the father of the home, the man of the house, if you want to reach him, and you should want to reach that dude, these outdoor activities and, and wild game dinner, sportsman banquet, these uh, sportsman camps, that's the way to do it. And I promise you, if you can reach the man, you're going to reach the whole family, right? You can reach mama, and mama might go, and she might take her kids, probably will take her kids. But if you reach that daddy, if you reach that man, that husband, you'll change the whole family because he's going to lead. That's what God intended us men to do is to lead our families. And so that's what our target is, to reach those men. And we've got the program for that. And so I love those events. Of all the things the Lord has allowed me to be a part of, taking off and doing some of those different sportsmen's events, game dinners, camps, clinics, different things like that, that's where it's at. I love those opportunities. Really fun stuff. What about it, buddy? You fired up for turkeys, though? Yes, sir. It's going to be good. Another tip for game game dinners. Oh. Uh, if your wife never likes game dinners, just be like, oh, we'll go on a date. We can bring the kids. Yep. And it turns out to be a game dinner. You talk about sneaking one in on her. Sneaking, mm-hmm. tell her you're going to take her. That's what you did tell her with you're the gonna... NWTF show. You're Aye. like, yeah, Valentine's Day. Easy now. Look, here's the deal. Yes, you're right. I did do that at, at the NWTF show. So, if you've never been to the NWTF convention in Nashville, you need to know that it, it for whatever reason, falls around Valentine's weekend every year. They always have it around the 14th, 15th, 16th, and that's just it. It's the nature of the beast. Not my plans. It's something they put into place. And so, you can get yourself in some trouble if you take off and go to the NWTF convention and, and forget about your sweet, sweet treat back home and just leave her high and dry. So you got to kind of coordinate and plan around that. As Remy mentioned, one year I thought I'd get creative, and I thought, man, I'm going to take my boo over to the NWTF show. We're going to plan this. I booked the room at the Opryland Hotel right there. Just killer setup, the great rooms. I mean, it's it's a heck of a place to be. Uh, the rooms are a little spendy, but it's worth it because you're right there in the middle of all the action. But for this particular weekend, I had it booked – it was in all the action, and, and she quickly realized when we got there. I said, hey, honey, let's go hang out. We'll do the Opryland Hotel. You can do some shopping, and we're just going to go have a big time. But it wasn't long after we got there, and we're up on the balcony. You go out on the balcony there at the hotel room, seeing all the seat, the sights and smelling all the smells, and we thought, oh, this is so sweet. This is so romantic. She was all impressed. Yeah, I got it all lined out, a weekend getaway. But what happens? She walks out of that dadgum balcony, goes out there on the balcony, and instead of being like, oh, this is beautiful, this is so romantic, she walks out on that balcony that overlooks the indoor garden, and you know what she hears? A turkey. She hears turkey calls. She hears owl hooting. We're out there on that balcony. Instead of having a romantic, quiet moment, all of a sudden, and turkey called <laughs> turkeys gobbling yelping cutting spitting drumming owls hooting and she looked at me and i mean she could one of them looks like you got to be kidding me you got it just all clicked for her she realized the romantic getaway weekend was the nwtf show and convention and she knew she'd been had and i've never lived that one down but it, it was worth it 
And it was a great weekend. We had a good time. She ended up shopping. She wasn't mad about it. She got to go do her shopping. I went and did my shopping in the convention, and she walked around with me, and it, it was good. We had a big time. So you got to get creative, the bottom line. The moral of the story, get creative. Uh, work around NWTF weekend. It's on Valentine's time. And so be careful, but be creative, and uh, don't miss that show. It's going to be a lot of fun. You looking forward to that one again? Yes, sir. What? That one was really fun. Yeah, it was your first one last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. When is it, though? It's I forgot. It's coming up. Uh, let me look here on my phone. It's coming up. Oh, let's see. It should be the 15th, 16th, 17th, maybe. So, the Valentine's will be the 14th on the Tuesday. I think the show's It's either when It's in February. Yeah, yeah, February. So, it's about a month away. And it's either the 16th, 17th, 18th, or 15th, 16th, 17th. I can't remember. Or six, yeah, six, I can't remember if they're doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Seems like that's what they were talking about doing instead of mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Back it up into Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So didn't last we'll year they do it in the convention center or something? Yeah, it's in the convention center every year. And last year was your first year. What do you remember about it? That was so fun. What What was your favorite thing about it? Probably going down the uh, the escalator or whatever it is. Escalator. Called. Oh yeah. That's your favorite thing mm-hmm. about it. He's <laughs> going up and down the escalator. Mm-hmm, that was fun. You're easy to please. You're easy to please. You can tell this boy doesn't get out much. He just wants to ride the escalator up and down. What about turkey calls? Do you love hearing them and get tired of hearing them? Kind of gets annoying after so long. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But- like I like it for the first thirty minutes, but it, after that, it just gets boring. Yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, it's a raucous of calls, and it does, man. I mean, I love the sound of turkey calls. But then when you walk by and you got some guy thinks he wants to sell a call to you and he puts it up there in your face and it's like, dude, get out of my face with that call. It don't even sound good. Get back. But uh, it's a great show. If you've never been, be sure to check that one out. NWTF Sports Show and Convention coming up in Nashville mid-February. Like I said, I'm not sure of the dates, but it's right around that 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there. Uh, it's going to be a great time. We look forward to seeing you there. We'll be back this year. I'm going to have Remy there. Hopefully Aiden can get off work and go with us. Easton. Going to try again this year. Easton went with us, and he was there for a couple hours, maybe a couple hours. And what happened last year? He threw up. He threw up. We did that on a podcast. Talked about that on a podcast uh, last year following that show. But Mr. Pucopotamus. Uh, yeah, Pucopotamus. Our buddy Gary Adams said, man, what happened to old Pucopotamus? And uh, go back and listen to that podcast again. It was from about a year ago now. But uh, we tell the story about Easton getting sick right in the middle of the doggone show. And um, people everywhere, thousands of people, elbow to elbow. And that dude turns white as a ghost said, I don't feel good. I'm going to puke. And, man, I just grabbed the back of his neck and just started walking him out. Not violent, not abusive. I'm just grabbing him, trying to walk him out in a hurry so he doesn't puke right there in the middle of the floor. And uh, we find a trash can at the end of one of those aisles, and he just blows chunks. And so that was a good time. Always good. It seems like every year somebody's puking in our family. Aiden was a year or two ago at Banjo Ben's place. Um, we rode there for the sports show, for the NWTF show. Um, he got sick from some crap. He ate that day at the show, then pukes at Banjo Ben's house that night. And it's just good times, man. Somebody's always getting sick. Hopefully it's not me and you this year. Hopefully it's nobody, but especially not me and you. Yeah, because if it, like every time NWTF show gets us for something, like they make us throw up or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's just all the excitement, man. It's the excitement for the season. And uh, you just can't handle it. Gets you all tore up. So, Rimbo, let's talk. Let's let's switch gears real quick. I do want to spend a few minutes talking about some of our favorite podcasts. I had a buddy ask me the other day. So, man, 
he just he just getting eat up with podcast and and listening to them and finding them and discovering them and and I've just had several people ask me lately. You know, they know we do a podcast, but they said, "Hey, what's some of your favorite podcasts? What are some of the ones that you listen to uh, that you like?" You know, just looking for recommendations. And I thought that was interesting. I thought, well, man, that's good. I've had a number of people ask me, and so I thought we'll just talk about that on here for an episode and just share some of our favorites. And, and listen, here's the deal: I'm not a I'm not a podcast listener from way back. I, I'll be honest; I've been listening for, I think five, six years now, I guess. So it's longer than I thought. But I think the first time I ever listened to a podcast was back in 2017 on the way back from an elk hunt. We went elk hunting in Colorado, killed a big bull, and those guys brought the meat back to Wisconsin to their place. I flew back to Tennessee, and then I was going to drive up to Wisconsin for a hunt a few days and pick up my meat, pick up my horns, all the stuff there, and be good to go. Do a few deer, you know, a whitetail hunt, pick up all my goods, and then come on back. And so on that trip back, it was like 13 or 14 hours. And I thought, man, I've got to have something. And that's kind of where I came. And I've heard of people, you know, podcasting, you know, listen to them and, and different things. But I just really never loaded any and, and, you know, just didn't spend that much time in my truck and just didn't think much about it until that trip when I had hours and hours and hours on the road. So, man, I went out and did. I, I downloaded a bunch of podcasts, had them in my phone, ready to roll. and Dude, I promise you, that 13-hour trip seemed like it was about half the time or less just because I was listening to stories. I was listening to podcasts. I was listening to all the hunting adventure, how-tos, tips, tactics, and all those things. And, my gosh, it made the trip go by. So I was immediately hooked on podcasts and just listening to different ones. And and those have changed over the years. Some of those have come and gone that I like or uh, people aren't doing them anymore or whatever. And so they've changed. But, again, that was 2017. Here we are in 2023. And uh, we're doing our own podcast now. I've got a number of different ones I listen to. And uh, I, I don't spend a lot of time on the road. I work out of the house, and so I'm not on the road in the truck a whole lot. I'll listen to podcasts here at my desk, um, just like a radio playing. You know, I'll just have the podcast going. Depending on what I'm doing, um, I'll have some of those different podcasts playing, like I said, right here in my office. Uh, if I'm trying to focus, if I'm trying to write, that's what I do. I'm an outdoor writer, and I write for a number of brands, work as editor for bowhunting.com. And so – when I'm writing, I, I really struggle to listen to a podcast um, if it's something I want to hear or learn from. Uh, if I'm just looking for noise, and I won't say who's I learn from and who's I just listen to for noise because that might hurt my feelings, but there's some I can just listen to, and I'm just kind of hearing the conversation. I'm not really learning or grasping anything from it. I can do that, but if I'm working, trying to write articles and create content, man, it's a struggle for me to I find myself listening to it and then feel like i got to listen to it again because I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but Remy, what are some of the podcasts when people ask us what's our favorite? What are some of the ones that that you like? Because I have exposed you guys to some of those different podcasts going down the road, whether you like it or not. Sometimes we're driving and I'm like, "Hey, we're listening to podcast." And usually, when it's just us boys, we get away with that pretty good. When Mama's in there, we have to tighten it up a little bit because she's got some that she can't stand and some that drive her crazy or different ones or whatever. Uh, the girls aren't into that as much. Uh, my girls, anyway. But you boys. Y'all dig several up. There's some you like. We got for different friends that have them, uh, the podcast uh, hosts and different things. And so, what are some of the ones that you've heard me listen to and that you've listened to? Some of the ones you've enjoyed. What are some of your favorite podcasts, Remy? I like the Bear Greed Bear Grease podcast yeah. and the Primos podcast. Primos podcast. So, who are the guys that are hosting those? 
Uh, the one for the Bear Grease is Clay Newcomb. Yep. And then Primos is, I don't remember the other guys' names. You don't remember the Primos guys' names? You got to be kidding me. One dude's got the funniest name in the whole hunting industry. Like, I know Lake Pickle and oh, them, okay. but like, you remember I don't Lake know Pickle? Oh, okay. You remember, you remember Jordan? Mm-hmm. Jordan's our buddy. Jordan Blissett, Lake Pickle. And so that is kind of, uh, that's uh, the Primos podcast. I think they're doing it uh, a little bit in partnership with OnX. And so, why do you like the Primos podcast? What is it about that podcast that you like? Anything Be- in particular? Because they talk a lot about uh, hunting. Yeah, just about hunting. Talk about hunting stories. Now, Lake, if you remember, were you, were you listening to the podcast where he starts to talk about bird hunting all the time? And he got to where he talked about being a bird hunter. And I know Jordan was giving him crap because uh, Lake, it seemed like he spent a lot of time this year hunting upland birds and was uh, actually went on record saying that he, he wasn't as tore up about deer hunting this season. And uh, we, we kind of questioned his, you know, I do, I do. thinking on that. I do remember that one, but remember the one about the snakes? Oh, yeah. Up the trees and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that was that was a little creepy, too. So, Primo's podcast, we like that one. Uh, Lake Pickle, Jordan Bliss, and those guys doing a great job with that. We've, we've enjoyed that. It's kind of changed a little bit. I know they're doing some different things. Those guys are taking some new paths in life uh, in their full-time careers and efforts, but they're still plugging along, keeping that thing going, fortunately. So, I uh, hope that thing will continue. You know, enjoy that. The Bear Grease podcast you mentioned, that's one I discovered here in the last couple of years, or I guess it's its only been going the last couple of years, but I, I found it this past year. Uh, Clay Newcomb, and it's its just a different beast all of its own. It's a, its nothing like it, and that's what's so cool about it is it's its own baby. It's, it's not a Me Too podcast. It's not another podcast trying to tell you how to kill deer in the bottoms, deer on the mountains, deer in the timber, you know, deer in the fields. It's not uh, tips and tactics, man. It's stories and digging in deep to uh, different people throughout time, outdoorsmen. And, it's uh, basically, it's podcasts for everyone. Like, yep. there'd be one about this guy, an undercover uh, uh, game warden. Game warden. Yep. Then there'd be song, uh, I mean, a podcast about Davy. Daniel uh, Boone. Mm-hmm, Davy Crockett and then. Yeah, was it Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett? Yeah, those kind of pioneers. And, uh, yeah, he did one on Boone. But, yeah, and uh, so those are fun, man, because you do. You learn, and those are the kind that, that hey, you go home and tell your tell your daddy about because it's got, you know, dad's big his, my dad's a big history guy, um, you know, and mama listened to those too. And uh, it, it's just good. It's educational. It's entertaining. Uh, some of the stories are heartbreaker stories, man, and he's just got a little bit of everything. So we do like Clay Newcomb and the Bear Grease podcast. Do you like the podcast? I can't remember. Do you like the podcast more or the other edition? you remember what the other edition's called? When they come out, they have the podcast one week, and then they do the Bear Grease what? Render. The Bear Grease Render. Which one do you like more? I like the Render more probably. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I know – the other podcast, like not the render, but the uh, uh, originals. Just the regular one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're good and they talk about all the main story, but I think the render is way better. Just because it's uh, maybe a little more entertaining. They cut up mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, they have fun on that one. It seems like, and uh, they cut up a good bit. So I know you guys have always said, "Man, can we listen to the render?" You wanted to hear the render more so than the regular podcast, and so 
that's good, and that speaks well of those people. You know, Clay's got his whole crew, friends, family, wife, father. Old Brent Reeves seems to be a good dude, and so uh, that's a cool, cool piece there. Uh, we definitely enjoy that one. See, if you've not heard that one, I highly recommend. That's become one of our favorite podcasts for sure. Uh, nobody's doing it quite like that, and so the Bear Grease podcast is definitely one to add your mix. Again, whether you hunt, just love history, love great stories, be sure to check out the Bear Grease podcast. What's another one, Remy, you, comes to mind? Any more you think of? I'm going to pull them up here and see what I got in my playlist here as um, far as mine. I like the DC Sniper one. Oh, son. DC Sniper. Yeah, that was from way back. DC Sniper, and um, that was that whole true crime story of the DC Sniper situation that went down. I can't even remember when that was. Back in the early 2000s, right around, right after the terrorist attack, I guess. And uh, talk about the, the snipers that were shooting people over there near in and around the D.C. area. That's a pretty good one. We listened to that, and, uh, yeah, that definitely is a good piece. That's just a series, so you can check that one out. But any more on the hunting side you think of come to mind that you know we listen to? I, don't, I can't think can't of remember. any more. All right, so here's some of the ones I have on here uh, that I like, that I listen to, um, and some that I highly recommend you checking out as well. I, I do I like the Rolling Thunder podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, I like that podcast too. Yeah. Yeah, you got you got your buddy. You met that dude. What's that dude's name? You met that was your uh, was it Trip? Yeah, I think Trip. So. I think yeah. You got we got an uncle named Trip. You got an uncle named Trip. My brother's name is Trip, and so uh, that's one reason we connected there. Little Trip uh, Halford and uh, Spence Halford uh, is, is the boss man down there. Rolling Thunder game calls. Uh, we love these guys just because they are they're kind of some local local deal for us. They're back right there in Somerville, kind of my old stomping grounds. That's where I first started deer hunting down there in Fayette County and, and just down the road from where these guys are. And so we love the fact that these are some local homegrown folks. Uh, Spence and the crew there, Rolling Thunder Podcast. Now, they do a lot of – obviously, their brand is heavily uh, on duck hunting, uh, but they do a lot of turkey stuff too, man. Turkey and ducks is where it's at for those guys. And, uh, man, they, they've got some phenomenal content. Their YouTube stuff is is second to none. Uh, so if you've never checked out their stuff, be sure to check out the, the Rolling Thunder YouTube channel, killer stuff, really good stuff for deer, excuse me, for ducks and for turkey. And, uh, man, I, I'll start watching their turkey videos and just getting pumped up, some of their old stuff and, and just hardcore killer content for turkey hunting. And then the ducks, too. I mean, we, we like to duck hunt. We don't get to go as much. We That's probably our least uh, attended hunting trip is just at ducks, just simply because we don't have the blinds uh, to be there and to hunt them on a daily basis. But we try to get out at least once a week maybe. And um, So we love ducks. We just don't have the opportunity to be in on them like we do deer and turkey and other stuff that we do daily. I, I love uh, going duck hunting at Real Foot, and we're going uh, tomorrow because... We hope so, don't we? We're we to hope. Go. Yeah, we're trying to get over there and hopefully go do that the next day or two. But back to Rolling Thunder. Be sure to check him out. My buddy Will Frawley is actually it's old Squints, Squints McGee. Check him out on Instagram. But Will Frawley, Squints McGee, it goes by Squints. Uh, you can check him out. He just started working down there at Rolling Thunder, and I'm glad he's there. We had him come to our turkey camp last year, our youth turkey camp. He came and hung out. The kids loved him. We've had him on the podcast before. He's over at Rolling Thunder now, and he's actually heading things up with their podcast. And so – New deal there. I think I just saw a podcast episode come up uh, that's all about meeting him, the new guy at Rolling Thunder, Will Frawley. So check it out and uh, check out that podcast. Good dudes there. 
Another one I like is the MSU, Mississippi State University, Deer University podcast. Um, Bronson Strickland, Dr. Bronson Strickland is a heck of a dude, so knowledgeable. And uh, those podcasts are not as frequent as I wish they were. They um, got some heavy, heavy content and always teaching, educating, and, and just really good stuff. So uh, as those podcasts come out, again, uh, I know they just loaded one up, but you know it may be a monthly podcast uh, so it's not as many episodes as some folks like, but you can bet when it comes out, it's good stuff. So be sure to check that out, Deer University with the MSU guys down there. Uh, what else we got here? I like, listen, Tony Evans, if you're into uh, some good uh, good message, something for a life-changing message, this dude's a preacher down in Texas. He's my, uh, honestly, my favorite preacher of all time right now, Tony Evans, and dude's just solid, solid stuff for just encouraging men. Uh, you're not going to find anything better. Just something that speaks to the heart, encourages. It's not hunting, uh, but this is just a dude that likes to preach hardcore good stuff. And so I listen to him. I listen to that oftentimes when I'm working out or exercising in the morning. That's what I like to start my day Listen to. It's usually a 20, 25-minute message, and it's just good stuff. So be sure to check out Tony Evans. Another one on there. The Meat Eater podcast, I know we've listened to it some. There's one, and that's one of the early podcast episodes I ever listened to was uh, the Bears, Bears of a Fog Knock or whatever it's called. I don't know how you pronounce that, but the Bear or Bears of a Fog Knock, and it's about a bear attack, and those dudes survived. A grizzly or Kodiak, brown bear or something comes in on them, uh, attacks those dudes, runs right up in the middle of a bunch of guys cleaning their elk or caribou or what. I think it was an elk kill. Their lunch break, and, you know, bear rolls right up in the middle of all of them. And it's just a crazy story. Hard to believe. Maybe it ain't believable. I don't know, but it's a great story. And that's kind of what got me started listening to those guys. Steve Rinella is a good dude. He's, he's very knowledgeable. He's doing great things for the hunting industry. I know Mama hates to listen to him because he's so arrogant and he's always cocky and he's always talking trash to his staff or guys, whether it's legit or not. I don't know, but he's she, she doesn't like listening to him. That's one that we usually – she's sitting there saying, oh, my gosh, he is so full of himself. But I guess that's how you get to be where you are when you're Steven Ranella. you you got to be a little bit full of yourself. And so great stories there. Meat Eater Crew, they're doing some great things. And, you know, Bear Grease Podcast is obviously is a podcast um, under the Meat Eater brand. And so uh, those guys are doing some great things. And, again, depending on the episode, I like listening to that, to the Meat Eater stuff. Uh, other ones in the mix, uh, the Bow Hunting Podcast. My buddy Christian Berg's got the Bow Hunting Podcast. That's with Peterson Bow Hunting Magazine. They've got some good stuff going on there. Um, from time to time, he'll have some stuff that's really relevant to what I got going on in my life. A lot of times it's brand stuff, gear stuff. It's all good. So be sure to check that one out. One of my favorite is what? Fistful of Dirt. Fistful of Dirt. Who's the host of that? You remember what his name is? Cuz Strick. Cuz Strickland, yep. And, I forgot uh, about that one. I like that one, too. You do. You guys do like that one because it's got, uh, again, a good variety for the whole family. So that's one of our favorites. Cuz Strickland's Fistful of Dirt with Mossy Oak. Uh, those guys do a great job. And, and I like it just because he'll have, man, he'll have so many different topics on there. It's not a, it's not necessarily a hunting podcast, even though it is. It's by Hunting Brand, and Cuz is a hunting dude from way back. But, man, they'll have stuff on you know, just all manner of, of things, you know, whether it's talking about equipment rental for your food plots or, um, you know, it's trapping, turkey hunting, deer hunting. It's just all manner and means of stuff. And so he's he's good, man. Cuz Strickland's been back uh, from way back. And I remember him when I first started uh, getting into hunting, watching him filming Primo's hunting videos back on the old VHS tape days. And 
Um, so he's just a guy that I looked up to and, and saw early on as I was getting started as a, in my hunting career as a kid and just been following his journey all along. And I love the fact that when a lot of people are starting to get too old and tapping out, you know, that have been in there as long as he has, uh, they're kind of finishing up things. Dude's just meeting his stride, man. He's just getting started. And so it's kind of cool to see him doing you know, things, what he's doing, and not slowing down is what I'm trying to say. He's he's really rocking and rolling. So be sure to check that out, Fistful of Dirt podcast with Cuz Strickland. Uh, also, on the Mossy Oak Gamekeepers, I love the Gamekeeper podcast. Uh, Bobby Cole does a great job with those guys, and really like that one. Again, there's a lot, as as the name implies, it's all about um, being your conservation. It's about being a gamekeeper and uh, working your properties and, and all those things, and so that's another good one that I really enjoy as well. Be sure to check that one out. Oh, what else, Rimbo? We like uh, NDA's uh, Deer Season 365. I enjoy that one there. Um, that's always a good stuff. I think it's old Brian Grossman over there at NDA, and, and he does a good job. Has some different guests on there that I enjoy listening to what they're doing, how to, where to, different topics and different things there. So uh, that's another good one that we listen to as they come out and about. That um, go ahead. Door. Outdoor uh, something podcast. I'm trying uh, to think what you talk about. Outdoor. Who is it? What do they talk about? Uh, it's like the outdoor podcast or something. I don't remember. You keep thinking about it. I'll, I'll come back to you here. Now. Another one I like, Final Descent Outdoors. These guys are out of Oklahoma. Brad Clay and uh, is a host of a TV show over there, Final Descent Outdoors. But they've started a podcast in the last year or two. And they do a great job. Again, they're not. they're not – Offering tips and tactics by no means. These guys are just him and his host are coming in there and they co-host. They come in there and just cut up, hang out, talk, uh, relevant to life and what's going on, and just catch up on life. And some funny dudes enjoy their time, and they've always got a good, uh, solid message to wrap up. Just a life applicable uh, message and challenge at the end to wrap up. So be sure to check that out. Final Descent Outdoors, uh, Redneck Tech Podcast. Um, that's a really good one, and um, I really like that. Caleb does a great job with that. Uh, it's all about media, creating content, it's about camera use, gear, equipment, and so uh, those are really good. Uh, I like those. It teaches you a lot. If you're into recording, filming your own hunts, podcasting stuff, equipment, photography, videography, whatever, these guys got stuff every week. I think they go live on Instagram and YouTube and uh, record, and so a uh, great podcast there, so be sure to check that one out. Uh, Will Brantley does the Real Tree Outpost podcast. I like his. Again, he's he's another guy that I wish he posted more because I love his stuff, and he's always got some great guests on there. So be sure to check out. It's called the Outpost Podcast. It's uh, sponsored by Real Tree, and um, Will does a great job. I've enjoyed hunting with him over the years, and so good dude, good podcast. I'm trying to think of which other ones, man. I listen to Fox Pro Podcast a little bit when it's that's a newer one, and. Um, John Collins does that. and I didn't know they had a podcast. Yep, they just started it, and, and we do some predator hunting. About this time, once deer season wraps up and duck season wraps up, February, March, we'll start chasing those coyotes, and we'll start them now, but uh, we hit those suckers. We like coyote hunting. We just wish it happened more often. they they gotten a little bit tougher now that everybody and their brother started trying to kill a coyote around here. Uh, but the Fox Pro podcast is one uh, we definitely like. We talk about southern ground hunting podcast we didn't talk about that one do we southern ground hunting podcast that's what i was um, thinking of is that the one you're talking about when you mm-hmm. said outdoor podcast you're thinking of southern ground mm-hmm. so southern ground hunting podcast is with uh, 
buddy Parker McDonald. He's down in Alabama. Does a great job, and uh, he's got a YouTube channel as well, so be sure to check it out. But I like it. Again, we're in the South, and so it's good to have stuff relevant to what we do, how we do it. Uh, he does a lot of the same kind of stuff that I've enjoyed doing over the years, you know, hunting from the boat and water access and different things like that that we – um, you know that that to me is why it's it's interesting and entertaining just because it's it's what I'm doing it's what we do and it's what we enjoy and uh, some of the methods and means that we get to chasing critters he does a lot of that same stuff so check that one out Southern Ground Hunting Podcast good piece good listen and uh, they've got some great guests coming in through there so trying to think who else we listen to man I'm just scrolling through I know we'll probably leave somebody out and that's just the way it's going to be I guess but these are some of the ones again. Not a wide range of stuff. There's some other ones in here that I'm probably going to pitch that aren't some I actually recommend. But um, anyway, these are some of our favorites. And like listening to those guys, enjoy seeing their stuff, listening to their stuff, and following their journey. And so I hope you will continue to do that with us. Follow our journey. That's why we share this story, share our weekly updates and just what's happening in our lives. Man, I hope, again, it's a, an encouragement to you and what's going on. Hopefully it'll uh, entertain educate whatever equip you uh for the journey that you're on and in the woods and life and uh, that's what we hope to do and so look forward to bringing it back to you each week and um sometimes it's just me sometimes it's me and my boy rimbo my other boys we'll have some different guests on here and we've got some great guests coming up man we've got some great things we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about the craziness of the public land hunting story um is it on the rise? Is it on the decline? People hitting public land so hard. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it ugly? We've got Aaron Warbritton going to be coming up real soon. We're going to be talking with him and just letting him chime in on what his thoughts are on it. And, uh, again, just the good, the bad, the ugly on everything public land hunting. Is there a decline? Is it on the uh, increase, downside? What is it all about? And so some great stories coming up, some great guests coming up in the weeks ahead. So I hope you'll join us back each time. Find us on social media, Hunting Roots, uh, social media on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can visit our website at huntingroots.com. We've got some merch there, hats, caps. I think we may have sold out on most of our caps. We had a bunch go out to this event in Mississippi, and they called back and ordered some more. So we're about out. We've got to restock on hats. But hats, mossy oak hoodies, it's all there at huntingroots.com. Be sure to check it out. Rimbo, I love you, buddy. Proud of you. Guys, we'll look forward to seeing you back next week. Shoot straight. God bless. Thank <laughs> you.